August the 7th, 1978. Oh, hang on. Oh, Jesus Christ. Sorry, you, I genuinely forgot what we you, do. You were so focused I on looking at me. Do. I forgot <laughs> so what we do. So focused on, like, looking at me like I was doing something spectacularly I was, odd. I was all prepared to, like, really professionally do what I'm supposed I, to do, and then I completely forgot I what do I was not, I do not do. believe you. I, I genuinely was. You cannot tell me. I genuinely was. For were, a fraction of a second, I was like, why are you, what? Why, oh, why are see. you saying a date? Cool. Should we should we go again? Yeah. Okay. August the seventh, one thousand nine hundred and seventy-eight. Years since Jesus Christ was born. Ding dong, Lyman John. I'm cold. I'm hungry. I'm weak. Take me in. Sure, Lyman. You know my home is your home, and my sandbox is off limits. Welcome to I Don't Like Mondays. I don't know what that voice is. Ah, <laughs> this is episode fifty. Is it? This is episode oh, 50. Oh, if I'd known, I'd have got our party hats and stuff. And like some party hooters that have not been up your bum. Look, I, it didn't go up my bum. It, it was between the it cheeks. Did. It, it did. was between the cheeks. Oh, my... we should have had like some cake. Should I go and get a Colin the Caterpillar? <laughs> no, because then we'll be eating a caterpillar into the microphone. Oh. I don't really rate Colin the Caterpillar. As, I know you don't. As a ch- but that's because you're small, wrong. Now, the small ones are not. I don't really, I don't really care for a mini roll. But You're not a person of cake, though. I do. Now, this is something I want to talk about, because yesterday, a dog stole my cake. Oh, yeah. But I, before I get to that traumatic experience of a hound nicking off an entire slice of nice cake, Mike, I'm wagging my finger at you. you like, you're, like, you're like responsible. I'm somehow responsible for this, and not the A, irresponsible dog, and B, more to the point, irresponsible owner. Um, irresponsible dog. It were yeah. Well, no, I, I like a bit of cake, but it has to be the time and place. Mini rolls, though, are a bit dusty. Like a Cadbury's, dusty. A Cadbury's mini roll. It's just a bit like a bit like like sort of soft MDF. Do you mean that the the cake itself is not moist? It's not sufficiently moist. It's a bit powdery. What kind of a cake will you eat then? I like a carrot cake. God tier cake. A carrot cake. Absolutely. Is that because of the icing? Like, would you eat it without the ice? Because, like, a carrot cake's got a sultana in it. Oh, I might make a carrot cake today. Listen, that might be quite nice. I, I and you're not usually a person of fruit well, or vegetables. Now, listen, you put fruit in places where fruit doesn't belong. Like where? Like, like a, a, a Moroccan tagine, for example, where you put apricots and dates and sultanas. I, listen, there's a clear... The, the world of fruit and the world of dinner... Are two different yeah, worlds. Yeah, because nobody ever had applesauce with pork. And never the twice. Well, that's because once you've turned it into a sauce, if you, like, gave me a pork and an apple... Great. No, it would be like, okay, I'm going to eat the pork, and then later I'll have the apple. Not like, I'm going to cut, I'm going to finely slice an apple. Oh, and, lovely. And, ooh, that's a loud chair. It is a loud chair. Podcast chair, podcast chair. It's making a squeak, but I just don't care. Podcast chair, no, it's stuffed no. with hair. What's... What, 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 oh no. I just, you've gone off on one. Having a, I'm having yeah. a, a whimsical mischief. Um, Episode 50. Colin the Caterpillar, right? The little no, ones no, are no, nice. No, 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 I get where you, I just want to go back to this fruit malarkey. Fruit malarkey. you've got a Squeak. wrong opinion nope. and we need to interrogate it. Do we? Right, okay. <laughs> well, but you will be like, oh, I've made, I've, here's a perfectly reasonable meal and now I'm going to put a, a current in it. And it's like I like. Give a, me an example of where that would be wrong. Like sometimes a you, you'll put a, a dried sort of currenty sultanary fruit in a curry, 
And that's, all, that's all fucked up. Yeah, lovely. That's, that's the wrong kind of sweetness. No, it's lovely. No, man. What are you, oh, what are you playing at? That's a... Yeah, that's, date, dates in Middle Eastern food. Yeah, who, listen, who knew? That's... Oh. <laughs> I don't mind a sultana as long as it stays in its lane. <laughs> Like it's it's a pudding friend. It's for it's for cakes and puddings, and that way, yum yum yum. But if you're so, like, oh, I've got a steak with a sultana sauce, I'll think you. No, mad. you wouldn't have that. That would be bonkers. Exactly. But a steak with um, such as maybe a cra- something based on cranberries or like a red Ooh, currant. Cranberry steak, you've gone wrong. Red currant or but yeah, but with like a very savoury. Now that's a sharper fruit. Like if you get in sharp into the equation, that's fine. But if you're like, oh, I've just, I've made something and I'm going to put an apricot in it, like a dried apricot, that's hooligan behaviour. Dried apricot and lamb, lovely. Hooligan behaviour. Wrong, the textures are all, all bad. Or fruit and cheese, that, that renowned, terrible combination, according to you. That's... You don't like cheese anyway. You, well, no, I, I don't not like cheese. You don't like flavour, <laughs> do you? You've got, you've got an animus towards flavour. I don't I have no flavour animus, thank you. Listen, I just... <laughs> So you, if presented with... This is a Garfield podcast, by the way. Hello, it is. I'm, I'm your Hello. host, Guy Kelly. Anyway, now I've got that out of the way. Listen, if... I'm just important You have big mouthfuls of cheese, and that's too much, yeah. right? So if I see somebody... Oh, with a big old hunk of cheddar or Wednesdaydale or something, small, or Cheshire. Ooh. Small... Ma- Cheshire? Cheshire cheese, yeah. That's not... It. Cheshire cheese? Yeah. The fuck is that? It's it... a kind of cheese, mate. Cheshire cheese? Yeah, it's like a kind fuck of... Fuck off is... Like, hang, hang about. It's... It's like a a nice sort of crumbly sharp cheese. That's fucked up. That's that's halva. No, it's not. It's How Cheshire you... cheese. So guys just looked up Cheshire cheese on Google because apparently he's got to the end Other of search what, engines are, are available. Thirty six. Thirty six and never knew that Cheshire cheese was a thing. I knew it was the name of a pub. <clears throat> was that a Samsung? <coughs> Excuse me. Um, apologies for intermittent coughing. I have had COVID. That is why there has been no podcast. Oh, yes. Um, there's been a delay in our schedule because Catherine's had a disease and I've been slinking around the house trying to avoid my wife. Which you've managed to. Like a man in a 1970s comedy. I think by judicious use of separate bedrooms and wearing face masks. Face masks. Open to windows avoid it. when we yeah. can. Me not yeah. cuddling my wife, yeah, which was, was sad. It was sad. But, but it did mean that we weren't able to sit opposite each other and record a podcast. Yes. We could have done it with masks, but that would have sounded not, bad. Yeah, and I, I was in no state to do it. And you were, you were tired. Um, it's important yeah. to rest. I had it really mildly, but I was, uh, compared to other people, but I was still quite but you were still poorly pops. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why that is. Too much, like, right, if you've got a playing card size, like a deck of playing cards, not just a playing card size, you know what I mean. Packet of cigarettes, shaped size, but oh, back to cheese. cheese. You yeah. will take like a straight up bite out of that. Yeah. Whereas Great. I, you need to cut bits off and have small amounts because too much, it gets, it's too much in your mouth. It's not that it's too much flavour, but it's like, oh, it's all, oh, it's all like cheese mouth and it gets too much. So I don't mind cheese. I like cheeses. What do you mean it gets too much? Is it too much flavour for you? It's not. It's not flavour. Don't be like, oh, guy thinks mayonnaise is spicy. No, I'm I'm genuinely trying to get to the bottom of it. What is it? Is it the texture? Yeah, it's the. I think it's the texture. Like it's too much. Too much cheese mouth to go to. Like what you you mean? You can well because your mouth goes all cheese, doesn't it? (laughs) It (laughs) No, well it does. No, it doesn't. Because you've got all cheese in your mouth. What are you talking about? Cheese mouth. Not a village cheese mouth. Don't be like a guy thinks there's a village. What is the right texture for food? 
Right. You've got a lot of opinions on what the wrong texture for food is. Well, I don't know. Because like, bananas are wrong. Yeah. Fruit's wrong. No, fruit's Vegetables not. Vegetables are wrong. Now, this is an unfair... What fruit do you eat voluntarily? Well, it's, you know, sometimes I'll eat an apple. That's it, though, isn't it? Well, because, like, what else am I going to do? Like, sort out a pineapple. How do you, you can't eat a pineapple. It's a drink. You, you, there's, like, oh, it's all in, in your mouth with all that, oh, string and but- that. What is what is the right texture for food? Like grapes can fuck off. I guess I could peel a grape and eat that, but by that point you've wasted your time. Why can grapes? All, all the skin is all like it's nice. It's sweet. It's burst and then it's all like oh, oh, juicy. Yeah, horrible. What, um, what is the right texture for food? I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's all wrong. Mints. <laughs> mints. Mints. Not mints. But I do like mints. <laughs> but but mints. Do you mean like beef mints? I mean mints. You mean mints. Not yeah. mints. Yeah. But yeah, mints. Yeah, 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 you're going to be insufferable about this, so I'm going to assume you mean beef mints. <laughs> well, it could be lamb mints. Or lamb mints. Or, or glacier mints. So, so a rough, pebbly, <laughs> meaty texture. <laughs> That's the right texture for food, and everything else is insufferable. Is that it? Yeah, just rough, meaty pebbles. That's That's your diet. (laughs) No, listen, I I, no, because other textures are available. I know they are, but you've objected to them. Right, a pasta's fine. That's oh, that's that's the door. I'm going to pause this podcast if I can remember how. Oh god, this doesn't count as editing. Time has elapsed, but not as you know it. This software frightens me, Catherine. Uh, That was our neighbour bringing um, three packets of Felix Crispy's cat treats. Nice. uh, Which were foisted upon her by an evening standardsman. Fair enough. I've not heard a man yell about fruit in bowls for a while. Don't think you're going to get away with... Not talking about your, your texture Le- issues. Listen, right, can you why <coughs> I'm currently still holding these cat treats in front of you, like I'm like I'm a magician offering mm. you a selection of cards. Yeah. There's other te- like pasta is a smooth texture. I is can cope right? with I can cope with of course I can cope with. Is it is there a problem with different kinds of pasture? Like pasture? Pasta. If it's like an egg, like a um like a bird's egg. Like a fresh pasta. Right. Is that okay? Yeah, that's fine. If it's like Let, a tagliatelle, listen, is that okay? Course, yes. Listen, let's not go through all pastas. Is a penne okay? Yes. Is, it, Why, what, is that because there's n- next to no, it's just smooth? Because you get grumpy <laughs> if we have it al dente. No, like it I, has, do, I Oh, do, you do. It has I to be, do not. It has to be boiled yeah. within an inch of its life. Oh, or you're my like, God. Or you're like dismissive. Oh, there's a bit of bite to that. Oh, no, yeah, no, there should no, be. It's nice. Where's this coming from? Because you this do. Is, because I like pasta what? al dente and I get complaints if this, I don't cook it. So it's like I sludge. Like, I like pasta al dente. Do what you know? are you talking about? Well, this, because I distinctly remember that if I make it is this, with a bit of bite to like it, some, you get grumpy. Is this something that I said like 12 years ago that you took the wrong way and you you read into something? Well, me saying like, oh, there's a bit of bite to that. That's nice. And you thought, ah, this is code for I no, hate it. No, no. You've said explicitly you don't like it. I have. You, have, you liar. You have. You will never you get have, to heaven. You have. What? You have. This, this, absolutely. How long have you been... When I make pasta, I make it al dente. No, you don't. Yes. You boil it soft. I... What? Is this like a prestige scenario where, like, I've, I nip out and then my twin arrives? Maybe. And, like, you've... Or you've been doing that. You've Maybe. got You've got a 
I was going to say Glockenspiel, but the word's doppelganger, isn't it? I've got a Glockenspiel. He's got a Glockenspiel. Just out and about. Oh, no, it's my Glockenspiel. <laughs> I am i don't know what to do with myself. This is... What about rice? Is rice all right? Yeah. I what about rice morning. pudding? No. Why? Smooth. <laughs> right, what's the difference between rice, rice, and rice pudding? Because it's a savoury... Stay in your lane. Food. Rice, don't try and be a sweet. What if you're what about a, risotto, which is like a rice pudding but savoury? Well, that's savoury, that's fine. I can cope with that. Don't try and like. Is come that not to a me. texture thing then? No. Don't like, oh, I'm rice. I'm hiding out, hanging out with the puddings. Stop it. Stay in your. Like, fine if you're going to go for a sort of glutinous mochi scenario where it's rice that's been pounded a bunch. So mochi is okay. Yeah. Right. What? Why do you think that? I don't like. I don't mind al dente pasta, unless you mean like you you, a, you're too, right you're too tight to boil it at all, and so I'm just crunching my way through some no, just dampened you, you spaghetti. No, like, you probably were like, ooh, ooh. When was this? Years ago. I Years and years ago. But you genuinely what? were like, ooh. This is like a, a proper marital realisation, this. What are you talking about? The fact that you complained when I cooked pasta al dente, like well over a decade ago, I, I remember it. Are you sh- are you sure? Yes, I'm absolutely positive. You didn't like absolutely positive. Have some cheese and then strange dreams where no, I'm no, no, I'm positive. This absolutely happened. I, are you, and it wasn't just me going like, oh, there's some bite to that, and then you misinterpreting nope. that as a nope, as like a snide nope. kind of remark. Nope. I promise you. I am stunned at this. <laughs> like, genuinely. <coughs> I don't know what to do with myself now. This is... it. It's like I don't even know you. Do you... Do you... I... What? I just... I don't know, I'm thrown now. I'm, like, norm- normally, these podcasts... There's a little bit of humorous back and forth and some matrimonial disrespect. But it's it's like, I don't know, spending spending a whole marriage thinking that your partner's, I don't know, a, a size 11, but they're a size 6 of feet. Shoe size, I meant to say, not of... Because I don't know what clothing sizes are. or But like feet. Do you know feet? I know, like, you know like, feet? like a bird's yeah. feet. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's no good. That's... Well, I'll I'll start making it al dente then, I... and I bet I'll get complaints. That oh! It's too hard in the middle. Oh my! Right now, now is <laughs> Christ. <laughs> oh, okay, it's a Garfield podcast about if you boil pasta and there's a bit of bite to it, that's nice. Yeah. If you just dip a strand of spaghetti in some lukewarm water. And then have to crunch through it. Yeah, that's not nice. Right. Yeah. So, ha- where are you, where are you on this line? Just Did- a little bit of bite to it, so it's not completely slimy. Right. Now I'm wondering, like, whether there's an oddity to your pat. Like, I'm trying to to your pasta, not your palate. No, I mean, there's an oddity to your palate. But I'm, this, as previously discussed. Look, so. What is a, right a big texture? mouthful of cheese is too much because it all gets in your mouth. What about if it's grated? I, th- I still like you'd, you'd have a pinch rather than a, a big. A, Why does grated cheese taste better than? Because there's more cheese? surface area. Is it? Yes. Yeah. 
So the like the I don't know. There's more flavour. Um, that is a surface area thing. But like, if you were to give me like a heaped teaspoon of grated cheese, I'd be like, well, that's gonna take me some time to get through. You, well, I just eat it. You would yeah, just like pop that it. straight in. In yeah. the same way that if like a Duplo-sized bit of cheese, like you know, Duplo, it's when yeah. when Lego gets stung by a bit. It's like toddler Lego. If if you presented me with that, I'd be like, I'm going to take a couple of small bites of this. Is Duplo what? made by Lego? Yes. Right. So it is just the like really really kiddie version. It's the the more difficult to joke. It's on the baby version. version. Yeah. yeah. Who makes stickle bricks? They grow on trees, don't they? They're, is it a stickle brick company? It probably is the stickle brick company. I really liked stickle bricks. I found them really pleasing. Okay. Anyway, what were you talking about? Cheese? You'd just eat the whole thing in a big old lump. Yeah. You'd like bite into it like a Mars bar. Yeah. Whereas I'd have to like go bit by bit to, to make my way your, through for it. For your delicate palate. For my, it's not a delicate palate. It's not a palate thing. <laughs> Catherine is now looking at the microphone because I dared move it ever so slightly. It's not a palate thing. It's when it's all in your mouth and that's like, oh, that's too much cheese. Is it because it like coats your mouth and your tongue maybe? But that's one of the things that's nice about cheese. It's that really kind of unctuous texture. How are you with cream? I think it's Do you object to cream? Well, cream needs a vessel. Listen, Not on its own, obviously, because that's bonkers. Look, I think I've worked it out. Single cream versus like thick cream. Right. What? Which one? Does it depend? Neutral to me. Right, okay, okay. Depends what I'm having. Pie. Fine. Is pie fine? Yes, pie's fine. Pie is the fine. The problem with pie is all the bloody fruit in the middle. Just give me some sweet pastry. and a bloody That's what it comes down to, isn't syrup. it? You've got listen, a toddler's palate. Listen, I've worked it out. The problem is, if I have a big mouthful of cheese, there's no escape. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Like, <laughs> you can't cope. Oh, no. no, it's like if if it gets a bit too much. <laughs> what is going to get too much? <laughs> the, the cheese experience. The cheese. <laughs> Can we call this one the cheese experience? I think it's going to be called the cheese. Listen, right? If the, if you have that much cheese and it's all you can't spit it out if it gets too much, or you've got to power through. Whereas if it's small amounts of cheese, then you can cope. And you don't have to. You don't have to worry about being overwhelmed by cheese <laughs> and and not being able to like. I've never tap been overwhelmed it. by cheese. <laughs> it's you should you should experience it. It's it's it, it means that you're not. You can you can tap out. This is one of those sensory things, isn't it? The more I think about it, the more that I suspect this, is, this isn't a a, a run of the mill no. off the shelf. Set of emotions no, about this cheese. No, this is this is a bespoke mm. neurotype. I a, believe a custom. <laughs> yeah, a custom, a made custom build cheese anxiety. <laughs> I just know because if it's all in your mouth and it's all like a bit smooth and a bit hard, like cheese tastes. What pleasant. about parmesan? Mind you, you wouldn't take a bite you, of parmesan. That would be weird. I can break a bit off, but like again, like a morsels. Things the size of the size of a die and smaller. Right. What about a matchbox? Like a small matchbox size of cheese? Could you eat that? In, What's what, the in one go? Yeah. No, that's insane. You'd bite like you'd you'd break bits off or take a small bite out of it. Because because a match a yeah. matchbox size. Yeah. No. Of fair, right. I would eat half a matchbox size in one go easily. You would. No. Right. Like okay. I just bite a chunk off. A Cadbury's chocolate eclair, the sweet. The wrapped up sweet, yeah, that's all caramel with yeah. the sort of chocolate. Could you taste. eat that amount of cheese? No, I don't know. 
that I could might, easily that that might be pushing my can, can will and like, do. I'd, bite, I'd probably bite it in half and be like, mm, that's a nice amount of cheese for one go. Now I'm going to have the second amount of can cheese. Can you do Roquefort? Yeah. I'd, you like Roquefort? Yeah, I mean, I, I couldn't eat it on its own. I'd need a, a sort of base, like a, a cracker or... Or biscuit yeah. or something. I can eat it on its own, but I like it with like a Hovis biscuit or something that's got yeah, a bit like of sweetness a... to it to go with it. Well, I I, I need the, the crunch. Cause... <laughs> Is it too smooth otherwise? Too smooth and hairy otherwise? If you're, if you're going to be overwhelmed by a strong cheese, you need the reassurance of a crunch. <laughs> <laughs> you need... Just holding your hand in, along the cheese experience. Yeah, you need... You need in, the, the... in the tunnel of love that is yeah, you that need, is the cheese. You need the, the stability, the, the bedrock, the mooring point, the anchor. To of, ground you, the yeah, crunch the, of some sort of Of, of something biscuit. that crunches. You're like, okay, yeah. I know where I am with a crunch. What about something that snaps? Like a... Um, so there's like a difference between a Hovis biscuit, mm. which I strongly recommend for a brie or a rock four, mm. um, or like I your traditional the, kind of Jacob's cream cracker. Now, I find a Hovis biscuit a, a bit too sweet. Because again, then you're you're verging into digestive territory and stay in your lane. If I'm having cheese, maybe a bit of like quince jam or a bit of like, maybe a bit of black cherry jam. Like one of them fig pastes. If you suggest to me putting honey on cheese, I will show you the door. I will say, no, thank you. That's a sweet Honey and goat's cheese, delicious. No. Honey and goat's cheese and a rocket salad with a little bit of like um, some of them Italian mini breads. Brilliant. Yes, please. This is all, this is what you've got. There are categories at play here, and they go in their own separate piles. Or caramelised onion, Car- and, now, and a little bit of um, a cranberry car- sauce. caramelised onion jam, yes. Cranberry sauce, because and onions, some ghost cheese. Because I know where I am with onions. We're going to have to put a big content warning for food on this episode, aren't we? Because <laughs> we're just talking about cheese. <laughs> Listen, I, I do, look, this, this clown knows. You, if that was like a ball of cheddar... Right. You'd pop that in your mouth and go, oh. I wouldn't. That's too big. That's uh, Now then, why is it weird when I have cheese? Well, no, because that's physically like bigger than my mouth. Okay, that would be a choking oh. hazard. That's that's why I would not put that in my okay, mouth. All right. How about this this cap from a bottle of Purdy's? Let's have a look a, at it. A cheddar that big. That's about the size if, of a if, baby bell. If it was a solid. I'd probably bite it in half just for convenience. Just because I've got a smaller mouth than you. But yeah. But I, yeah. I don't... Oh, I dropped it by accident. I now it's I, under your chair. Like, I don't know if I could... Put an entire... A baby bell will take me like five or ten minutes to get. Through. Really? I don't really care God, I could like hoover them up. <laughs> yeah, I can eat one in like two bites. Three to savour the experience. Felix's bar does deep fried baby bells as a bar Ooh, snack. And I'd imagine that that's I like a deep fried nice. camembert. With a, a deep-fried camembert. Yeah, like breaded and coated, and then we need um, to use baked. a deep-fat fryer more. Yeah, we do. We haven't done it in a while. Where did this come from? Cakes. We're talking about cake. Colin yeah, we go back to cake celebration. So right, you've just described the carrot cake as the top tier cake. Now, what but was... what is wrong with say a birthday cake? Bef- I love a proper before... traditional vanilla birthday cake with a load of icing. It's before brilliant. I was steamrolled into this, I want the listeners at home. Or at play. Oh, I'm in the office. I'm not at home, guy. Why did you say I was at home when I'm not? You know what I mean. Sharp. What? <laughs> well, you're, I, you're very belligerent. I don't. Today. Well, it's because I'm being misrepresented here. Like you're all guy doesn't like cake. Guy doesn't like al dente pasta. Here, like, and it, I feel like well, I'm being misrepresented. Well, here's your, here's your opportunity I'll to have seen, a re, you know to reply to you've, respond. You've seen me. Well, I feel like I shouldn't have to. I'm being slandered. On He's my got own, the opportunity. On my own podcast. I don't mind a birthday cake. That yum. If it's a, You've seen me eat a birthday cake. Oh, great. A cake and a birthday. 
I'll I'll eat that. I like a carrot cake. I I don't dislike cake. What about fruit cake? Great. You eat it with cheese. Again, that's a problem. They're separate things. To stop it. It's like you wouldn't wear a wetsuit to go to the ballet. They're different what about, activities. Um like a um chocolate cake. Fine. Bit of cream on a chocolate cake. Lovely. I'll eat a chocolate cake. Has to be the right kind. If I buy cake, you never eat any though. Well, it's you've got to psych yourself up to. to <laughs> this to is a what I mean. Cake, so this is why I don't buy these things because, like you, you know, you, you just don't eat them. And, and now the Colin the Caterpillar minis that we experienced. Hang on a minute. No, no, no. I want to the, go back and interrogate that sentence. Yesterday. You've got to psych yourself up for a bit of cake. <laughs> What does that mean? Well, it's a lot, isn't it? You're no. Like, to be surprised by a cake. No. You're like, oh, well, this is throwing my day out of whack. I need to... What ha- What part of your day is so regimented that it can't admit room for, like, a bit of... Oh, there's some cake in the tin. Have a well, yeah, that one okay. for, for 11 there's, Okay, there's, there's cake in the tin. That means I've got to get up. I've got to find a plate for this this cake that's now my problem. I've got you to open might the find, tin. You might I've find that to... your life improves exponentially if you put the effort in. To, to get small pleasures, like no, a piece of cake. No, no, no. Because ah, you'll no. only ever do it if I go and get now, it. Now, here's the thing. It's putting the effort Is it an executive in, function? It, it, this, this isn't like a moral failure. No, not at all. It's, no, not in the slightest. I never what, suggested it was. If, if you say to me, there's some cake in the tin, what you've handed me is Zeno's paradox. Because to have the cake in the tin, I need to have opened the cake tin. To have opened the cake tin, I need to have put myself in the kitchen. To have put myself in the kitchen, I need to have stopped what I'm doing. Then, if I'm in the kitchen, I need it's to sort out... It's an executive function thing, isn't it? There's going to be, like, a fork, or do I want a spoon for this? Oh, Christ. Oh, do we have cream? Is there cream in the fridge? Maybe that's going to happen as well. I need a bit of kitchen roll. I need to. I need a plate. I then need to sit down. I need to work out an area that I can sit in such a way that it's not going to be all fucking cake That's really interesting, everywhere. because to me, that entire process is, is almost effortless. No, that entire yeah, really that entire process is a work plan that leads a project manager, a project lead, and for me, regular it's, sprints. It's, it's effortless to the point of unthinking. It's effortful to the point of unthinkable. That's really like, gen- interesting. Genuinely, it's really not. It's not. You need to make the effort for small. Places. No, no. And there's no. There's absolutely. It's, just to clarify, there is zero moral value the, attribution the effort, here. It's just the an interesting The effort required difference. to go to these things can feel insurmountable. That's really and interesting. And so, like, it's it's like we've talked before about the fizzy water. We now have a soda stream in order to to save on the plastic that the the sparkling water entails. Yeah. This means I just don't drink fizzy water. And as we've now. said, the corollary of that is that I end up doing a lot of stuff, not out of malice or neglect, just because the the the, the steps are insurmountable yeah. for you to do it. To, to to pour water into a bottle, fizz it, and then put that in a yeah. glass. Uh, so I end up I, doing stuff. Ra- I'd, I'll just not drink it. My skin's gone to shit. I'm dehydrated. That's not true. I still drink water, but it's it's those additional steps. Oh. Yeah, again, for me, it's just effortless. I just, I just, I don't even, I barely even need to think about it. I'll just do it. It's just, it's not automatic because there is like a tiny little bit of, but it's like, you know, if you're watching um, a task manager, um, you bring up task manager on your computer yeah. um, and it shows you this percentage control of the CPU. Control shift escape rather than control or delete. Yeah. It'll just bring you straight to task manager. Um, and it shows you the percentage of the CPU that's being used. Yes. Um, for me, doing something like just fizzing the water because I want fizzy water is like 2%. Or getting some cake out of the tin, maybe 5%, if that, of the brain. A, a, horrend- a horrendous yeah. idea to go to go and go into the kitchen and get some cake. Because then you've got to eat the cake. Yeah, and you've got to sit down and be like, well, I'm fucking eating this now, aren't I? With my well, that's fork, a nice experience. Like an idiot. And then I've... 
oh, where, where do I put the plates? Because if I, if I don't immediately put the plate in the kitchen, then it's going to sit on the table and I'll need to deal with that later. Do I Have I got a cup of tea to go with this? This is really water? interesting. So you did have some breakfast. You had some leftovers, but you left the dirty stuff out on the side rather than putting it in the bin. Well, that's because I had things to do here. Yeah, and I'll get, exactly. I'll do that in a minute. But you won't. And I, I say this with love. There's no value judgment because I recognise that it's that it's just it's just unthinkable. <laughs> so what that means is that I end up putting it in the bin. <laughs> well, it's it's like when you say, you know, oh, like the, the untidy desk gives me conniptions. Well, just simply don't look at the desk. Uh, if see, it, that, if that doesn't work you. for me. That doesn't work for me. Um, clutter makes me anxious. So we sort of I live think... in a perpetual state of like you getting things out of the fridge, putting them on the side, and me going, oh, and putting them in the bin. I, I think that our, <coughs> our relationship... I mean, would it, it, been... would, it would not work if both of us were very ADHD. I think our relationship would have been a lot easier if I'd known this 12-odd yes. years I think there's ago. a lot of people of our generation who have found that they have interesting differences in the way that their brains work in, like their 30s because it was sh- I know we discussed this before it was it was shit diagnosis when we People, were kids yeah just weren't weren't as aware of it um anyway back to Kate like the Colin important. the Caterpillar right a Colin because the, it, when it's small you've got less fucking chocolate it- dear god woman okay right okay you've got less of the the, the cake muck inside it to get through like it's a, a big roll of when you mean chocolate. the cake do you mean the sponge bit yeah right okay like it's smaller there's a higher chocolate to cake innards ratio. Do you mean that? Do you mean the hard chocolate on the outside yes. or the smooth buttercream chocolate on the inside? I, if I'm Catherine, if I meant the buttercream, I'd have said the buttercream. Right, okay, we're referring Good to grief. Okay, we, so a, a mini Colin the caterpillar. It's got a face. Ha 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 ha! It's covered in chocolate. Well, that's me what? laughing at the face. What a whimsical food! <laughs> I like a Colin. Yeah. No. Listen. Listen. I'm, there's, there's no criticism here. It's. The, the chocolate to inner cake ratio is higher, okay? Right. And it's got the little sprinkled chocolate orbs. I really like this. They're like tiny little knobbly Smarties. They're like M&M's or Smarties. Yeah. You know, it's, it's that. It's a sugar shell with some chocolate inside. And so, whimsical. A, a, it's a whimsical treat for your mouth. Yeah. It's that, that ratio of chocolate on the outside and the additional chocolate of those little bits makes the dryness of the, the cake on the inside. Is it the smoothness of the cake? No, it's, oh, it's, it's the, the dry the, smoothness. The dryness, the, the, la- the lack of moisture. Basically. It makes it palatable because it gives that something to work with. Whereas an, oh, this is like a cheese entire, crunch situation. An entire Colin the Caterpillar. The sponge has to be accompanied by another texture. No, uh, an entire Colin the Caterpillar, like a, a big a slice a of Swiss Colin. roll. Yeah. A, a, a slizzle of sea, yeah. as I think the kids say. Right. A Swiss roll. Sliced. I'd need some cream. Really? Over oh, yeah. the moisture? Because that's... Because like, I find a Colin is quite... Because It's yeah, quite it's, moist. It's like eating an antiquarian book, otherwise. It's like eating just this fucking dust. And I don't know if that's because it's like... I've only ever had mass-produced Swiss rolls. I've never had like a good homemade Swiss roll. I just don't trust them. All the Swiss. But their flag's a big plus. Ah! Yeah. But they... I don't know. It's the, a miniature Colin has enough to offset the difficulties involved this is, with the cake. This is the smoothness slash crunchiness of the cheese biscuit combination conundrum again, isn't it? I, th- oh, I, th- I think that's what's happening here. Like, there has to be a variety of texture. I think it's the same Because otherwise you get anxious about sponge. No, not quite. It's, right, no, so, this is a different so if, thing. So, right, so um, 
miniature Colin, right? Imagine that there's no chocolate on the outside, but there's like the um, the buttercream. Is mm. the buttercream sufficient to offset the dryness of the sponge on a miniature? A mass-produced buttercream, not really, because there's really? that kind of like petrochemical, like weirdness like a to a mass-produced. Mass Do you know what I really love? Is and it this a Twinkie? Is, this is outrageous. No, they're disgusting. This is outrageous. Wow. But um, so normally I would I would make a buttercream if I'm making a cake, but I do have like a kind of really um, slightly shameful love of the Cadbury's ready-made chocolate buttercream icing. <laughs> it's so good. It's full of crap and very bad for you, as these things often are. But it's so good. Um, so I enjoy that one because it's got a slight sort of like um, it's not completely smooth. It's got like a, a slight um, grittiness to it, which I find very pleasing. I would say. Topping a chocolate cake with Nutella is a false economy. Oh, yeah. You no, think, I agree. You think it's going to be a I good agree. idea, but it's too it's bad idea. It's too um, Filling the cake with a bit of Nutella, like a thin layer, as <laughs> part just, of something else. For a second, I thought you meant like filling like a balloon. So it's a thin sort of a thin aspect of cake and then just a fucking solid wadge <laughs> of Nutella inside. Um, no, but like a chocolate cake or something with, um, you know, a filling of fresh cream like and a, a layer, layer of Nutella. Of, yeah. yeah. A thin like layer of Nutella and some fresh cream. That would be amazing. Yeah. And some strawberries on top. Ooh, some strawberry halves. Mm, no. Good. Maybe some raspberries. No, you've got a brown cake. Don't put red on it. <laughs> Fuck off with your fruit. What about, it's a different... Right, what about a chocolate cake that's got, like, um, cherries? You know, like, really nice dark cherries. Not glacé ones. They would have to be a sort of masticated... Not masticated. What are Maraschino? A ma- uh, like a um, macerated cherry. Yeah. I, 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 a fresh, a like fresh dark chocolate, cake. like dark chocolate cherry gatto, for example, oh. like a, a black forest gatto. Where do you stand on a black forest gatto? Oh, We're well, gonna have to put a, a big a content pace. warning on this. We would stand stand at a variety, like a few paces away, and regard it with suspicion. Really? Will you not eat a black forest gatto? I don't know if I've ever eaten a black forest. Gatto. What? I've been to the black forest, but I don't think I've eaten a gatto from there. Oh, I love a black forest gatto, now, and I'm not normally one for that kind of thing. because I like don't a, like a cheesecake, as we've discussed. Well, oh, but the the Jacksons of old early cheesecake was a good cheesecake. I didn't like it. There's something about the... Um, I did eat a cheesecake the other day, though. I went um, on Friday night. We'd had cheesecake for pudding. Waitrose do a nice um, sort of Basque cheesecake, which I think what, we'd enjoy. What's, what does the Basqueness signify? Separatism. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um. Is it a deconstructed cheesecake with like, <laughs> a clear delineation in the packaging and one half just kind of with machine guns pointed at the other and yes. a little flag? No. It, right, listen, okay. Josh, it's, there's, no, there's no base to speak of. It's like, it's a baked cheesecake and the... How can you have a cheesecake with no base? Well, that's it. And that's it, just and mousse. That's a mousse. No, but it's not because it's baked and so there's a denseness to it. And the fact that the outsides have been subjected to the extreme heat, the extreme heat of the oven have like gives it an almost... Like a skin? No, like not quite a crust. It takes on a texture that could be... That, that feels closer... Is it denser? Yeah, that feels closer to what you might expect like on rubbery. like a pie crust. It's nice. Is it like the, the the bit that bakes on the outside when you make an egg custard tart, like on the the egg bit? Firmer and less eggy. Oh, okay. It's nice. Like I'll get one. I've had a, I've had a couple. They're pleasant. It makes a nice a nice breakfast slice. Don't you? eat cake for breakfast. Eat cake for breakfast sometimes. Um, it's a, unless it's your birthday. Sometimes. Or a some, a some, it's a I, sometimes food. When have you seen me eat cake for breakfast? Many times. No, that is not the case. You, this have, is just, you have inappropriate this things is... for meals. <laughs> You'll be like, oh, I'm going to eat a spoonful of old rice and like a piece of ham and that's that's going to be a breakfast. Or... I feel like I am being slandered 
left, right, and centre. Like if left to your own devices, you, you, like, you'll eat you'll eat cheese and bread. For when days have you on seen end. me? I have you ever seen me eat cake for breakfast? Yes. When? Like definitely it, around like when we've had some cheesecake or something in the fridge. You've had cheesecake for breakfast. When have we had cheesecake in the fridge? You don't like cheesecake. This is when I how- bought you some. Like some of those, um, you know, millionaire chocolate, whatever they are, ones. Like I've, the I've never eaten a goo pot for breakfast. No, not a goo that pot. That would be an a ar- little cheesecake slice. That- you can get the individual ones from Waitrose or from like Sainsbury's. Oh, there's there's something for. If, have we changed the batteries in the carbon <laughs> monoxide detector lately? Because there's there's something at play here, and it's I. I feel like you're representing me as a very different person than I feel I am. Our listeners are going to come away with, with right. radically so, different expectations. I, I love you very dearly, but I do the majority of cooking in this household because if I didn't, we wouldn't eat anything. Um, in, in my defence, that's because I don't really notice when I'm hungry. Yes, and that's and there's no value judgment to that. That is literally that is a fact that cannot be disputed. If I didn't, we wouldn't eat anything, and when we did, it would be like just a meat pizza a spoonful of flour a and spoonful a of flour a stock cube and a meat pizza when you when you finally decided that you were hungry um so i am like chief cook and chief insurer of vegetables um but this also means that i have a really good insight into your eating habits um and what you will and won't eat and i kind of build that into what i'm planning and doing so I know that I can't if I'm gonna if I want fish for example I've got to sort out something else because you you don't oh, eat fish. If I want if I want to do like um you know some kinds of vegetables I have to make sure that there's not too much of one thing what, or you I, get anxious. About I don't. It. When do I get? If I, what's you this? do you do you genuinely do like if I want spinach or something like I can have a big portion of it but you'll have a tiny tiny bit because then like you won't eat it or you'll you'll make a face oh, like oh you really God. really I, do. Oh I genuinely like. I feel like I can't, um, and I, and I can't I just, advocate for myself too much here because you have said, and it is true, you do the, the majority of the cooking, which is a thing I appreciate. And now I worry that advocating for myself here is no, going to sound like I'm, I'm no, slamming you for, I completely for doing that. No, and I'm not, I'm not trying to put you in that position. I'm just saying these are truthful things. These are facts about your eating. That I, I wonder if you've got like an idea of what you, what you eat and then there's like a kind of the reality, which is like just a... It's it revolves around salami, basically. <laughs> it does though. It's salami and fried chicken. I, uh, <laughs> if left to your own devices. This whole thirty-eight minutes. <laughs> oh my god, is it be thirty-eight minutes? Has been because I said it's our fiftieth episode, and you said something about cake, and you fucking went off on one. <laughs> There was the Sultana slander about the um, the carrot cake, which, by the way, you can make a carrot cake without sultanas. You shouldn't, though, because they're nice. Yeah, but not in a tagine. Yeah, lovely in a tagine. Like, oh, when, oh. This is nothing like, again, like making a tagine, like a nice lamb tagine, I have to wait until the end to put my fruit I in, just think... Which is if, fine, but it's you're... like, I have to, I have like a long list of stuff in my head that I manage which is kind of like based on what you will and won't eat. I just think if you're going to put pomegranate seeds on top of an like in and anything. That's oh, a, I will that's do that a, for myself. That's a minefield. I'll do that for myself, but I won't do it like, for you because oh, you won't eat them. Sudden crunches. I'll eat a pomegranate seed, but as part of like a Yeah, but not as part of something oh, else. Oh, 
that being so said, if, if I make like a nice parsley tabbouleh or something, then yeah, I'll I'll make it with like the you know, cucumber and the red onion, parsley, and all the rest <clears> of it, and the king. Not, what's the word? King Charles. No, the you know ca- cracked wheat and all that. And then I, I I enjoy it with some pomegranate seeds. And, now, and so I, w- I will put I them on will mine. Eat it with pomegranate seeds, but I will not enjoy it. I find it subtractive rather than additive. So it's not like don't go giving the impression that no, I'll and this that is... I'll manually go through and remove no, but, no, them. you won't because I won't put them in for yours. I'll do separate portions. This is our fiftieth episode. Yeah, it's our. We've been doing this for fifty episodes. And we had no plans for content, so I don't know what you're complaining I about. I had a list of things I was going to talk about. All right, you go through it then. No, What's your list I, of things? I, Come on. I was going to talk about a dog that stole some cake Oh, yes, so that you do need to talk about I was about going that, to actually. talk about the myriad ways that you could fool Alan Sugar by email, because he's an idiot, and I thought we could have some fun with that. Episode 50, and how thematically... You do, you do actually... Oh, shit, we need to talk about Garfield as well, don't we? But it's thematically appropriate that a new character's yes. being introduced at a milestone You do, you do actually need to tell everyone about the dog that stole the cake, though. That, well, that is really important. Okay, so yesterday I bought some cake and a dog stole it. That's not fair. Or nice. I mean, what if you, you want, you mean if you want to do that, nice. if you want to do that, I will just go back to explaining your myriad food tendencies and how I must neg- navigate and negotiate the minefield that is. You're not putting fruit in that, are you? I listen. Just <laughs> <laughs> or oh, don't put cheese on it. I'll put my own. Or what? Where's this now? <laughs> At what point have I resented cheese being put on something? You've. There's, honestly, don't put coriander on it. I don't mind coriander now. I don't have a sense of smell. It's just a leaf now. Don't or don't don't put that in the like curry. coriander of all things. Like the known thing that yeah, people you are do, genetically you do, predisposed no, that's, to. No, and that's fine. That's fine. It's just but, uh, it's just a list of stuff that I have to remember, and that's fine. Oh, but now it, now but, it's not though. Coriander, I will eat. So you are operating on this set of assumptions. But you make a face. I'm, when You'll do I be, make a face? Like literally, the last time I made like a Thai curry, you made what, a face no, I did not. Oh my god, I did not. Because without a sense of smell, coriander just tastes of leaf to me. You get it angry means, when I put green in things. I uh, depends what kind of green. There uh, we go. Uh, no, if you're if like if you make a soup and there's a load of fucking like spinach in it, I'll be like, well, this is the wrong soup. Is a smooth. Sometimes, if you're a minestrone, there's objects. I can also stomach a chunky soup. I rest my case. But don't case. put, don't wet leaves. I rest my case. So I bought, I met, oh, I met a friend from the internet, lovely human being, had a really nice time. We bought some coffee and some cake and it was the last bit of cake in the coffee shop. I mean, they had other things, but mm. of this cake. It's a really nice coffee shop Of as this well. cake, it was their last bit. They do really, and really so nice cake. They gave, and nice pastries they gave me as well. the entire cake. And it was about the size of my hand for the price of a slice. What kind of cake was it? Oh, misc. It's a sort of... Well, you know, it, 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 it's a cake that defies genre convention. It was um, layers of chocolate sponge Ooh. with a kind of vanilla cream. Oh. And then there was something that looked like... It wasn't cornflakes. It was, like, thinner than that. If you had, like, a nice very, 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 very thin pastry, such as you might get, like, a... Oh, a, like a, a phyllo. Like a phyllo. Yeah. Crumbled on top of oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Really nice. And loads of cake for the price I paid for it. Very, very nice, very tasty. Sat on a park bench, watched the world go by, had a couple of spoonfuls, thought, this is a nice cake. I'm not going to be able to eat it all because I've had two cups of coffee and I'll go peculiar. Maybe I'll bring it home and I can can surprise my wife with some cake because she is a lady with the constitution to cope with a surprise cake. 
rather than that, <laughs> worrying her. In a... Does surprise cake worry you? When you told me you got a like cinnamon bun yesterday or whatever that tea cake was, I was like, oh, well, this is what a Chelsea okay. bun. Yeah, I got I... a Chelsea bun from Fitzbilly's in Cambridge because I, I went to, back there to deal for with that. dinner. And I was like, oh, because I, I went, I was, was at Pembroke, which is right next to, literally right next to Fitzbilly's, which does amazing Chelsea buns. So is it called like, Fitzbilly's? Or yeah, it's literally called Fitzbilly's because okay. it's on Fitzwilliam Street. That um, makes sense. Wait, I, I live on Fitzwilliam Street. So I wrapped yes, this. I so I wrapped this cake. No, it's not on Fitzwilliam Street. It's on the other one. Anyway, and placed it next to me on the bench. Did you Chatted. get anxious about a Chelsea bun? I'm not anxious, but it was a thing to to be able to count into my calculations for the day. What were I live an unbelievably stressful day? life, Catherine. <laughs> how, how is eating a nice bun like? Again, plate placement, set and setting. Where like what you're gonna do? Because then if you've got a like if you're just drinking a cup of tea, you might be able to play a video game, read a book. You could just you've sit got your and, hands free. You could just sit and enjoy the cake. You don't have to do something else at the same time. Inconceivable. How? But what about? Ev- what about everything else? You just sit and let it go by. No. Because th- th- that. What? <laughs> this is like, this is like a driving instructor saying like, okay, so what? Uh, what we need to do here is um, if you could literally transform into a chicken and then <laughs> uh, talk to the planet Jupiter and give it a scone. That's really interesting. Can you can you just sit and eat a meal in silence? Can you do that? No, because you need some things, don't you? Okay. So, place the cake next to me on a bench. A dog approached. Um, I think it was like a cockapoo type affair. Mm. Had a little bit of a sniff. And I said, get a job. Then you can buy your own. And his owners laughed. Because a dog can't have jobs. Well, sometimes they can, but they don't they get paid. They can have jobs. Patience, the failed guide dog, Aww. who would who would walk her person into the road, but not out of it. <laughs> Patience, the revolution starts with you. Um, and so this, this dog then went away. Then a second, also cockapoo, so same brand of dog, approached, had a sniff, and I was like, this, this isn't for you. And then, through the arm of the, the, not desk, the bench, grabbed it. Walked a few feet away and, and had a had a start at it. So I was very much like, oh, no. What so stop, fuck? Stop, yeah. stop this. Not the least because I don't know what dogs should eat. Yeah, they shouldn't eat cake. There could have been or anything the, in it. Or the paper been... bag that the cake is in. Well, yeah. I was, I was furious man, on your behalf. Yeah, a man sort of slowly walked over and apologised. <laughs> um, and then he went off and sat on a bench, like, tens of yards away, while his dog remained next to me, Licking the grass where the cake had fallen for about five minutes. That's appalling. Which it's, felt it's like terrible ownership. A, insult to injury. He should have been much more apologetic and B, there's a genuinely serious point that there could have been like raisins or something in that cake, which yeah. are really poisonous. Been to a dogs. loaf of dog That's poison. That's appalling ownership. What a horrible man. I feel sorry for the dog. I wanted to eat the rest of that cake. I hope. I feel sorry that, for you. I hope that dog does a big wet poo on the man's sofa. Yeah, I do I as hope. well. I um, hope that dog has like not eaten something to make it really ill, but just eaten something that's just gone whoop right through the digestion and he's got like a cream coloured carpet hmm. that's just been fitted. And I hope that dog does a really horrible wet poo <laughs> on that cream coloured carpet. I was And then doesn't get in trouble for it. Because I because you know. So that obviously got me to thinking. That is as close as I've ever come to 
of a pie on a windowsill being taken by oh, a passing yeah. hobo or elephant. I was saying that on Twitter the other day. Like I was, I was thinking about because I made um, oh because we had some apple pie, wasn't it? We did. Um, and I put it out and let yeah, it cool. Yeah, you put it to let it cool. And, and, and I, remarked on the fear I of thought, elephants. I thought, like, it's a bit like quicksand. It's one of those things where I thought that adulthood would be defined by having to worry about keeping cooling cakes on windowsills away from passing elephants. Mm. It feels like one of those challenges of being a grown-up that was going to be much more integral to my life than mm. it has thus far well, proven to be. One of the last recordings we made, we, we talked in depth about a duck nearly taking a sausage roll from you. Yes, that's true. And I was just was like, on another one of the, the myriad conversation topics that I had planned, I do plan this. And then you steamroll over it with 38 minutes of food slander. I was going to talk about instances in your life and mine where an animal has attempted to steal food. Such as the cats in that restaurant in Cyprus. Oh, that was nice. That was nice. Two One of them just little jet black stray cats. Just little shadows with big eyes. When I went to feed one a bit of chicken, I barely had the chance to let yeah. go of it before it had swiped it away. Yeah. Uh, Bourbon the cat tried to steal a pork pie from your father. That was very funny. Yes. Um, have yeah. other animals, apart from the duck, of course, uh, either attempted to steal food from you or succeeded? Um, Fidget used to um, sit by the table and beg until she'd be given morsels, um, which she wasn't supposed to do because she wasn't supposed to be near the table at dinner time. But towards the end of the meal, she would try her luck. She was a lovely um, Springer Spaniel that we had when I was a child. She was so soft and gentle and like really good natured. Um, she used to do this thing where she'd, she'd eat her dinner and then she would like somehow at the end of her having eaten it, the bowl would just be full of peas. So she would have separated the peas out and then spat them back out again. I don't know how she did it. I think it would have been a, a more whimsical podcast if you'd said, we never fed her anything with peas in it. Because then there's the suggestion that you have a dog that as part of the process of eating food produces peas. That would have been the comedian's response. But I'm not a comedian, so I didn't say it. I, I told the truth about a dog that ate. I think it's funnier that she somehow had the you... the oral dexterity to <clears throat> like revolve the peas around her mouth and then spit them out. Afterwards. You you say comedian like a lot of people say poisoner. <laughs> no, I'm just saying you know like this is this is not a comedian's podcast. Episode fifty. I know. In two episodes' Wild. time, that'll be one a week for a year. Oh my goodness! The podcast's about three yes. years old because we started it and then stopped and then started it and then stopped and then yeah. started and then stopped and then actually started it again. Yeah. Um, this is like the longest streak we've had, isn't it? Apart from, you know, the COVID interrupting, which I think is fair enough. Yeah, we're, we're sort of back to square one when it comes to... Because there was the surgery hold up, which again, oh, completely God, understandable. Yeah. And then COVID, which has meant we've not been able to record it. But we, we had at least a month of churning things out with what can only be said to approach reliability. Yeah, we're um, doing our best. We're doing our best. But episode 50 introduces a yes, new character. Yes, we should talk about the girlfriend. And I think... That's quite interesting because it's a landmark like number. 50 episodes is a lot. That's true. So we've reviewed 50 strips, haven't uh, we? Yeah, so this is 50 strip. in. A new, a new character appears, a new player enters the game, and I think that we'd have got at least 20 minutes talking about how to trick Alan Sugar with an email. Have because... you been tricking Alan Sugars with emails? No, but Alan I think... Sugars. <laughs> Alan's Sugar. Alan's Sugar. I just think he's the sort of person that would forward... 
an email with the subject line forward, forward, forward. Send this to ten people. You'll be amazed Probably. at what happens. Yeah, because he he's retweeted like this is the one time of year of this is the only time when everyone will be the same age because if you take the year that you were born and add how old you are, you get twenty twenty two. This is the only day that this is true. And he's like retweeted that saying, oh, it seems strange, but it's true. And no, it's not. Well, it's true in the sense of if you add the year you were born to your age, you will always get the current year. Oh, yeah, but that's not like what? That's not the same month. age. No. And, I, and I, th- I think we can maybe save this for another podcast as we talk about. Not a whole other, but I'm not suggesting that we have a spin-off series <laughs> of like Alan Sugar's decisions. We could Amstrad do that as like decisions. a Patreon only. <laughs> like, yeah, Alan Sugar's bad decisions. A series of 10-minute conversations about the stupidity of Alan I, I, I just think he's a... He's a <coughs> I, I think he'd be fooled by a very subpar Photoshop. I think he would. Um, yeah. And that's that's all. But I think we can talk about that later. Yeah. Yeah, so shall we talk about Garfield for today? Um, this is the 7th of August, 1978, which is... Um, the day before you the day... were born? No, it's not. Because I wasn't born in 1978. Well, yeah, I know, but the day before you were born at some point. Yeah, it's like six years before I was born. Which is kind of wild, actually, really, when you think about it. Will next week's strip be a I don't like birthdays? Or will it not? We don't know. We don't know. So, ding dong, says a sound effect. I quite like this picture of Garfield. Yeah. The fir- so this one... The first, is- the first panel has been split into like a third, third. and two thirds, yes. hasn't it? It's an unusual panel. The layout. first third, which is quite narrow. Very, yeah, it's a narrow strip of Garfield. You see Garfield's body devoid of stripes. This is, yeah, it's this just, is smooth Garf. Mobs are asleep post-smooth <laughs> Garf. smooth Garfield. Yeah. Um, there's, there's a ding dong, and then there's a kind of black cloud of various sized... I think it's supposed to denote Garfield hearing the door and becoming alarmed. Not alarmed. Look at his face. He's in a bad mood. He's looking alarmed. Yeah, no, alarm is the wrong way. Displeasure. Yes, that's right. It's displeasure. He's got a very sour looking face. A very sour face. It's a funny face. It is, actually. It's a funny Garfield. This is a funny funny face. This is a funny face. Garfield was funny. Intermittently, yeah. intermittently. Uh, he's got an eye slightly cocked. He's looking directly at us, and it's the the frowniest mouth that's it's, ever it's, through. It's the displeasure of the anticipation of an unexpected guest, like somebody saying, "Oh, there's cake," and you're like, "Well, that's ruined my day. I have to." Oh God! What surprise would not ruin your day? This is like. This is in the same ballpark as what is what is an acceptable food texture. What surprise would be okay to you? Like I've you know something something without a time limit on it. Like I've I've brought you. There's no time limit on a Chelsea bun. There is because it will expire. Like in a few it's, days, yeah. Yeah, but that's now a, a period where action is required. See, the irony is that you've got no concept of the expiration date of food in the fridge. Exactly. Is that what this is linked? That's to? part. Of, like if yeah. if if you bought me a mug, I'd be like, oh, cool. That's a fixed thing. Right, that you there, don't need there, to worry about. There isn't, a t- okay. there, there isn't a fuse on this. If you say, I've bought you an apple, I'm like, well, shit, at some point I need to eat an apple because otherwise that's a, that's a wasted apple. There's a, and that means at some point I need to have a day where an apple is eaten. And that's, the, that's a rigmarole. God, it's if exhausting, bought- isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's really hard yeah. being me. <laughs> yeah. 
but like if you've got oh, do you need like a little notice board no. next to your desk? oh god no because then i'm being told what to do no but you can object. tell yourself what to do oh oh christ it's like when my when i briefly wore that smartwatch and it would say you've been doing something do something else like don't you fucking dare talk to me object you have well, what if what if it was something here. that you wrote down for yourself? Would what? that be worse? Because it would be yourself telling yourself what to do. Oh, Is no. that it? Like you, you can't tell yourself what to do because you can't take it from anyone, even yourself. I, I genuinely don't know. Because that's interesting. So we've got Garfield anyway, yeah. in a funk because yeah. the bell, the bell has wrong. been wrong. I mean, to be fair though, this is extremely relatable. Who amongst us has not been at some point not wanting to answer the door? Well, and the door, then the door, the door opened earlier. And I was expecting well, was someone nice. completely different. Yeah. But what it was was a person bringing us post and three packets of cat yeah, food. which was very kind. But it wasn't what I was expecting. So I opened the door and saw a completely different person. And that... Oh, no! In your dressing What's girl. In my, yeah, that's... I'm really glad I didn't, like, humorously open the door. Think In the same way that once when I've opened the door thinking it was you, I just sort of peered round it and went, <laughs> Hello! Oh, <laughs> oh, hello, Brenda. Um, and when I, when I opened the door furiously and it was two children and that was again me thinking it was you so I flung the door open and went what oh <laughs> <laughs> just open the door normally because you don't know who it's going to be and I screamed because of the postman and then had to explain I'm sorry I didn't mean to shout at you I thought you were my wife and that on reflection is worse <laughs> Guy Kelly's preventable scenarios—they do crop up, don't they? They do crop up. So, panel two, the door John is has, at the door. The door has been opened. It's the front door, isn't it? We, I assume so, because there's the abyss beyond. So, I can only assume. <laughs> is it night time? Do you think? Is it like the evening? It could be any. Well, I, I genuinely, it, like, presumably, this is just a coloration choice made when it was colorized. But we don't see anything beyond that door. Yeah. And if you were being all internet Garfield about it, yeah. oh look, it's the void. I think it's just oh. night time. It's probably it's just yeah. the evening. Yeah, just couldn't be asked to draw a yeah. tree. Uh, John is opening the door to Lyman. It's Lyman, a whole new character. Is Lyman John's brother? Is that we don't who he know? Is? We don't know yet. Now, because I can't Lyman, remember, Lyman vanishes, and I know this is all like ah oh, spooky Garfield in a Garfield video game. A Garfield-branded video game. I think it was like a Halloween-themed game, so it was all... Should we, should we describe Lyman before we go into this? Or? No, I, I'm just going okay. to do this because I've, I've got, just my, go straight I've got in. my blood up. Go straight in. You, um, in a Garfield-themed horror game... You can game. do it, you can do it, you can do it. I'm cheerleading you. This feels cruel. It was, I was that, cheerleading. How was that anything other than wildly patronising? I was cheerleading. I... It was ironic cheerleading. Yeah, ironic cheerleading. No, because, that... because we're talking about Garfield. Carry on. I'll be quiet. Like, none of these are nice, but this one particularly feels like a... That wasn't! <laughs> like, the, the Sultana debacle. The, the The mocking clapping. That wasn't mocking. I wasn't clapping you. I was like, that was like in the manner of like someone applauding a sports person who's about to make a play. Right, imagine if this was what the Olympics was. <laughs> Describing girl. And you had yeah. crowds of thousands gathering to watch... Two people sit at a desk and talk around the idea of Garfield. What were you saying about Lyman? Oh, you just find him strung up in a cell. What? By his by his wrists, shackled to the wall of the basement. What the fuck? Why? What? Uh, well, because he disappears. You see him in a few strips, and then he vanishes. You never see him again, and it's never really remarked on again. Uh, Lyman, and I've, I've looked forwards, uh, Lyman introduces another new and key character. In next week's is episode, is it normal? It's not normal. Oh, well, no spoilers. Don't like, people can be 
Is it Liz? People could be not... Who's Liz? She the vet? She's the last. So. Anyway, John answers the door to Lyman. John says Lyman. Lyman says John. Lyman is holding a suitcase. He's wearing a polo neck. He has he's a very got, bushy moustache. He's got a moustache that reaches to his like temp to his eyebrows. Um, Catherine's now leaning over I'm the microphone. Trying to like see where his eyes are. Well, his are eyes, his are eyes those tiny? two little dots. It's very hard to his see. His face is a fucking problem. It is. He's, his eyes are two dots. His nose again. It's it's the old filter. Is it a filter? Is it a nostril? There's two little dots in the middle of his forehead, which we think are his eyes. There's a little black mark below them, which I assume is his nose. And then there's his moustache, which curls around and up. It's like very he, bushy. It's, it's like he had a tiara on his head yeah. that's then slipped just forwards. Slip for, yeah, yeah. Uh, once again, if you're reading along for this... Please draw it. And you haven't seen the strip, yeah. please draw it. Uh, I will say, uh, John got a bit of a Pixar mom bum going on. If not a Pixar mom bum, a point to it. Yeah, he's, he's got a, an elbow. He's got like a Madonna he's, bra kind of thing. He's got bum. an elbow for a bum. Yeah, it's a bit weird. Um, John... Greets Lyman, opens the door for him, they smile. Um, they they seem to know each other. Lyman is yeah. carrying a suitcase, which leads us on yeah. to panel three. I mean, it would be weird if they didn't know each other. Panel two. Oh, no, I suppose, yeah, it's panel three, isn't it? Because yes. the first one was split slightly. Uh, John is looking shocked. His eyes are wide open. He's looking a lot more like He's a bit John startled, Ar- I think, isn't he? Maybe. I think this is where John Arbuckle first looks like the way John Arbuckle looks later. Do you think? Well, because most of it, his eyes have been lidded. And I oh, think the eyes, the, his eyes being this wide, give him a more cartoony appearance, which he will then eventually yeah. become. And again, I know we've said before, oh, this is where this happens. And it's not, because we're only 50 strips yeah. in. It's got a long way to go before yeah. it starts. So La- Lyman has got like one hand on John's shoulder, reaching out in supplication. He's got the other um, kind of arm um, dramatically, arm the back of his hand dramatically on his forehead, flung presumably. onto his forehead. Um, his and his yeah, his back. head is thrown backwards, and we can just see like the wide gaping abyss of his mouth There's with a sort his of peanuts mouth moustache sticking out at the top of it. Yeah, you see his nose. Now I have a question. <coughs> I believe that what we see there at the bottom of Lyman's mouth, above his neck, is his chin with a bit of shadow. However, I think it's that bit under your lip. Yeah, like a little bit of shadow. It's, yeah, given that it's the same colour. As Lyman's open mouth, he could just have a hoop of flesh Ooh. connect it like Weird. his, he l- like he had one of those spacer piercings. Yeah, I, his... I can't, I can't see it that way though. I can't make myself see it that way. Can you not? All I can see is a little. Bit I of just shadow. see like a yeah. weird skin bridge. No, all I can see is a little bit of shadow. Um, I'm cold. I'm hungry. I'm weak. Take me in. He's he's appealing. He's being like overly dramatic for comic effect. Yes, he's he's appealing to John's better nature. Um, yeah, I, I, again, I, I think I think I think this is just like this is this is Jim Davis showing that these people know each other very well because he's joking about like you know yeah yeah uh, maybe, he's come to stay cousin, maybe cousins yeah something like that or yeah. an old yeah or maybe an old, an old work colleague yeah. acquaintance yeah and then no I think I think friends I think that's you know the implication here is like no, someone you know very well who's come in and is being a bit like dramatic about it you know as a joke yeah uh, final panel sure Lyman you know my home is your home. Um, and then Garfield thinks, and my sandbox is off limits. John's eyes are now half lidded again, smiling. Both of Lyman's arms. It's a shared joke. Are yeah. on his shoulders. Um, Lyman, I assume, is beaming. I think we're supposed to read his um, his his emotions through his mustache. Yeah, uh, I think his eyes are still two little dots, like a fucking bug's eyes. Really weird. And uh, Garfield, presumably, 
his main concern is that a, a human man is going to go and poo shit in his in litter, his litter truck. Yeah. Um, as opposed to John Arbuckle's Garfield looks spoiler. furious here as well. Like, is he cross because his home has been invaded by someone else? Is it because like there's a visitor? I don't understand don't like where change. the joke is supposed to be in this one. Like, yeah, I, I don't. I genuinely don't understand because sometimes you can see where a joke has been attempted, but it yes. just falls flat. But in this one, I genuinely cannot place where the joke is supposed to be. Yeah. Is it is it that Garfield thinks is it that he thinks a human man is going to use his litter tray? That's absurd. It can't be that. Is it that is it that he's kind of trying to impose um his own boundaries on this visitor? I mean, weird. Is it I, I just don't know. I is do not the, get the, it. Is the, it his is it his annoyance? Disruption? Yeah, is that it? Is in which that's not a joke, that's just and it's not even like a, oh, here's a cat doing a funny cat thing, or here's a cat doing a funny human thing. It's just, I genuinely can't get my head around where the joke is supposed to be. In Maybe this. this is just plot. Maybe this is like an, uh, I, I guess you. A, it's just, more, he, he wants to introduce a new character, and this is the more, only way he can yeah, do it. In a, a more deft version. artist would have put, put some sort of joke in. I think the, and my sandbox is off limits, is like maybe trying to. Occupy the space that a punchline should sit. Yeah, I think that's it. But it, like, but it doesn't. But it's it not. doesn't. It's, it's no. It's not a punchline. It's two drawings in a trench. I think coat. this more than anything makes this particular strip feel like the cargo cult of something funny that yes. Garfield becomes in later years, and and to a certain extent has always been. Um, it feels like Davis knows what the shape of a joke should be, but he has nothing to fill it. So he just fills it up with whatever he can find. Like <laughs> glossolalia. Yeah, essentially. Speak, speaking in tongues, but by virtue of drawing a comic. Yeah, so it's like, as I say, you know, the Cargallic cult, it's it's the equivalent of... Jim Davis is essentially making um, a, an airfield headset out of grass and leaves and then putting it into Garfield's thought bubble. And that's it. And it, it has the vague cadence and and shape of a joke, but there's no joke actually yeah. there. Now, I, I genuinely... Now, like, Garfield's I, face is quite funny. Garfield's face is funny in the first panel. Yeah, that, and, that, and, in the, and in the last panel. one, actually, I will say. Okay. I, I don't find it displeasing, because it's got character to it. Yeah, I, I was going to say that I'm genuinely very pleased that episode 50, and again... <laughs> yay! yay. I, I like that there's a new character being introduced. Yeah. I like that there is a, a change has yeah. happened. If this was just... Fucking Garfield chases a postman, or I'm a cat. I've got a lasagna. Television, like that, would feel less than what this is. This feels like a, a turning point. You're looking at me now, and I cannot read your face. I don't know what you look. This is my active listening face. Right, because it looked like you were about to either tell me off or launch at me. Um, <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> I think it's because you've got your hands in your pockets the, and you're just looking at me like a... It's the thousand-yard stair while the cogs are turning. Um, I'm, I'm glad that it's, a, that, it's a, that it's a movement. I'm glad that episode 50 has got something where a new character is introduced and a permanent change to Garfield's world occurs. It's, it's yeah. important. Like this is, this is a load-bearing strip, and I like that it's, I like that it's number 50. Yeah, I, I can see that. Um, I don't know if that I just, was intentional. I just don't really... Um, I, it doesn't feel like there's any kind of joke here. No. And, I mean, I can sort of forgive that as a an intermediary plot point, but it's a daily funny, you know. You don't, you don't yeah. need intermediary plot points. 
unless you're and if you're doing like you know do you remember the old spider-man comics or mm. like dick tracy or yes. whatever they were or the phantom you know those those were ongoing um strips but they weren't supposed to be funny yeah uh, like you could put a joke in this i don't know i was trying to think i of, i like, agree with your comment that head. a more deft um comic artist yeah um would have found a way to put something funny in here yeah in the the the, the round hole marked joke Jim Davis has hammered a square peg into and, it. And, and then said, that'll oh, do. That's fine. That'll do, yeah. Um, let's look at the comments. There's 30 of them. Oh, good Lord. So, I mean, people... Oh, we've got a moderator. Wow. <laughs> wow. This is incredible. Um, we have not seen this before. Jay Perez, moderator, about 14 years ago. Good God. Comments. First Lyman appearance, August 7th, 1978. Lyman was a main character in the early years, but he shows up less and less over time. He makes a brief appearance in April 1983, so I'm looking forward to the episode where we get to that, then vanishes from the strip. Wow. This is the first useful comment. It is. That's genuinely insightful. I like that Someone's done some research for us. Yeah. I like that he reappears. That's interesting. Yeah. Then vanishes from the strip. And then vanishes from the strip. There's five replies to this. He also existed in 1976. Oh, I wonder if that was like in the original Cat thing. Yes, called John. It was John, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Which Guy and Cat would have been. Even back in 1973 74 as a bug? What? Oh, yes, Norm the Nat. That's the um, previous, one of the previous strips. It's a little bit like My Life in Hell before Matt Groening got to the 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 Simpsons. Simpsons, Yeah. Uh, He's just a burning memory now, says Jonathan Arbuckle eight months ago. Uh, I wish they left him in. Love Lyman, says Cookie. And then Vulo the Face Borrower, thank you for the history. I hope Lyman is doing well. I fear, however, that he is not. I have had dreams. Okay. Okay. Internet okay. Garfield. I mean, you're all, you're all engaging in the Garfield mythos that has formed around an internet community. Yeah. And we're, we're not doing that, but we are also Internet Garfield in a different way. We are none of us immune to propaganda. I wonder who that's for. Mm. Rakav, 13 years ago. And here we see Lyman's first appearance. Yeah, Pinky yeah, and Odie, this is Lyman's first appearance, but it's temporarily, yes. Thank yeah. you, wrong use of the word temporarily, but uh, okay. Angel Princess 76 agrees with us. I don't think Lyman would have wanted to use Garfield's Yeah, sandwich. I know, I, I agree. I think Garfield was being overly precious about that. Yeah. First appearance of Lyman, misspelled. Yep. Um, what the fuck, Lyman? Well, WTF, Lyman, says MI, about ten years ago. Weatherford.Joe... Um, for years, when fans would ask Jim Javis whatever happened to Lyman, his response was usually, don't look in John's basement. Yes, that, so that, that is true. So that presumably must just be the in-joke. And the other video game, like I say, a Lyman can be seen there. Um, and a new character is born for a very short time. Yes, so it begins. This is true. I wonder why Lyman left Odie with John. Oh, is spoiler, it Odie? Spoiler warning for next week's episode. Uh, Lyman never left Odie. Never look in John's basement. Ah, ha, ha, ha. And then I'm, I'm confused. confused. I think Jim Davis just he just got bored of doing it and bored just drawing didn't, a different didn't even write him out. Just yep. just didn't do it. Uh, I wonder as well if there was a part of like when it was becoming like more automated and you know just narrowing things down for um, when it became much more commercialized and he just wanted a narrow range of stuff that he could market and that was it. A genuinely incomprehensible comment by Squiggly Man almost seven years ago just reads when he left. <laughs> When he left. When he left. When he left. Catherine, when he left. 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 
I want that on a t-shirt. When he left. With just like loads of question marks and a picture, a picture of Odie's face. A picture of, picture of Lyman. Lyman. When he left. When he left. <laughs> That's so good. That'll make a good like bumper sticker. When he left. When he left. Dr. Cynic 22, Lyman was my favourite character. Fuck me, that's not an opinion wow. human beings ever held. Too bad he never appears in the strip anymore. Uh, some guy who has nothing better to do with his life posts, and that's their, that's that person's username, yep. and you know what? I admire Fair days, that. Almost two years ago. This is the last comic before the day the sun died out. The earth had peace. The comic before Odie. Yes. Dog Lover, over a year ago, says, Lyman's first appearance. Mm. You can you can see these other comments. You can see that yep. all these other comments yep. are there saying yep. that it's Lyman's first and yet appearance. someone has still felt the need Every to contribute. Every single additional, this is Lyman's first appearance. This is like people who respond to jokes on Twitter trying to improve them. But it's... It's not even that. It's the I, same. It, I, I think it's the same impulse. It's it's the impulse to be part of a community. In the January twenty second, nineteen seventy six strip, he says apartment and not home. Mm. Says T and J fan. There's two replies to that. For people who don't know, and then there's that, just then, a, then, link. a link. I desire to understand how a nineteen seventy six strip can exist in a comic that started in nineteen seventy eight. We just re- we're just reusing content. It's a different. It's a different yeah, strip because there was content. there was John. The John and Cat, or yeah. whatever it was. Oh, that's what I meant to introduce this strip as Guy and Cat, the podcast, um, rather than I don't... Oh, this is an unedited podcast, for those of you that are listening yes, at sorry. home. Um, I'm your host, Guy Kelly. Or uh, at work or on the bus. Snoopy is the best. Lyman is like Shermie in The Peanuts. Now, I get annoyed when people say The Pet Shop Boys, because the band is called Pet Shop Boys. And so the idea that somebody would say The Peanuts, yeah. that enrages me. He appears for a brief time, quickly phases out because of new characters and because Schultz claimed some characters just don't seem to have enough personality to carry out ideas. Now, that's Schultz, but nothing to do with Garfield and mm. the reasons why... Like, why well, Lyman no, but I, but I actually think that's an interesting comment in this context mm. um, because it's comparing... Um, I mean, obviously, Peanuts started in the 50s, so it wasn't quite contemporaneous, but it's comparing, I think... Davis's approach, which was just just never draw Lyman again, to Schultz's <clears throat> approach, which was to give an explanation for why yes. he didn't really appear. You know, and I I prefer Peanuts. I think Peanuts is really fun. You know, I would oh, quite, well, I good. would quite happily sit and read a Peanuts anthology the peanuts on the toilet. Movie. Yeah, I'm hungry. Says Lyman, stay away from my litter box. Says Garfield, what does Garfield think litter boxes are for? I think that's an attempt at a joke. Yeah. Fine. Fluffy THM can't wait to see if he uses the sand marks. You are a pervert. Um, oh, this is quite nice. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, future Wolf, appreciate Lyman while you can, because you'll never see him again. Well, we will for a few days. I've just seen this next comment. <laughs> 21 days ago, deliverer of dreams. Dear Guy and Catherine Kelly of I Don't Like Monday's podcast fame, you've made it to episode 50. Congrats. It only took you around <laughs> three and a quarter years. Halfway to triple figures. Keep it up. This message will self-destruct when I know you've read it in order to keep the untouched safari animals vibe which you desire. That's really sweet. I like Aww. that a lot. Episode f- Thank That's genuinely cute. deliverer of dreams. Thank you very much. Thank that you. Is That's really sweet. sweet. Yeah. And then Fat Cat Animations four days ago says the birth, in quotation marks, of Lyman. There we go. Well, that's quite... Oh, I- Every yawn. I've, That's really nice. Ignored, That's quite sweet. I've ignored every yawn. <laughs> Thank you. I've, um, counted. I've been very tired, to be fair. This has been I've had a lot of COVID tired. Yes. Thank you, Deliverer of Dreams. That's genuinely really a, a yeah, nice really sweet. thing. Fifty episodes in. Yeah. Here's to the next fifty, which yeah. maybe we'll be able to churn out on a weekly basis 
rather than over three and a half years. Yeah, well, I mean, we will, because, you know, provided that neither of us gets ill again. Which might happen. Yeah. Yeah, we'll do oh, I, I was going to say, we'll never get ill. We are invincible. Touching wood. I, I like doing these. It's yeah, really it's nice. Fun. Two nice. separate people have told me that they've yeah. had to stop driving while they listen to this because they laugh so much it makes them Lovely. a danger to themselves really and others. I really enjoy it. It's really nice. Um, if Let's you... get a little. Oh, yeah. If you you've enjoyed this, you can go to patreon.com slash idlmpodcast. Uh, that's our Patreon that we yeah. have. Uh, you can chuck us a couple of quid a month, three pounds a month, six pounds a month, or if you're Jim Davis, ten thousand pounds a month. Yep. Only if you're Jim Davis. That helps us pay for the hosting, helps pay for our time, and helps keep us regular, like prunes. Like prunes. I don't know if I've ever willingly eaten a prune. I have. I like um, them. It helps us uh, basically put a financial cosh to us to make yeah. us record these. Basically. Um, and we That's try and it. we try and churn them yeah. out as quickly as I don't we wanna, can. Don't want to go into it too much because we do it every week. But. Well, yeah. Also, if you're a six-pound backer, you get things like cryptic crosswords, essays, and Catherine's finishing off a painting that is going to be sent out. Yes. Uh, I will pest you Again, a final time for your address. Paused on account of unwellness. Paused because of unwellness. Yes. So and I didn't want to cough all over it. Although yeah. everyone were getting a print rather than the original, because yes. that would be bad. That would be insane. There was a separate <laughs> painting for yeah. everyone. Uh, so if you're a six-pound backer, you'll be getting one of yeah. those soon. And um, any patron at any level gets access to I Don't Like Birthdays, a sister podcast, which is much the same, but leaping forwards in time. We've so far only released one of those. It was on my birthday. Because of illness. Yeah. Um, if you have enjoyed this, do feel free to leave us a rating or review on such as Apple Podcasts and other places. Um, we've, we have read your reviews. It's been lovely. It's lovely. It's really kind of you. Thank you yeah. so much, everyone. It's really nice um, to spend time with you. Can with also you can also email us at uh, the email address is idlmpodcast at gmail.com. I've got a couple of emails that I meant to read out and then haven't. Maybe that'll be tomorrow. Let's do it at the beginning of the next podcast. Okay. Let's um, open with emails. Similar with Patreon comments. We do read them and then I forget to read them out. Uh, we, we should have do a, that tomorrow. We have a yeah. letter that I was going to read out in this episode. But haven't Tomorrow, I think let's, it's funnier let's that, start with correspondence. Let's start with correspondence. Yeah. Let's see how that goes. Like the broom cupboard. Like the broom cupboard. And you can tweet us, especially if you do um, a draw along IDLM podcast over on Twitter. We really appreciate it. We appreciate you yeah. for listening. It's really nice to sit down and have my wife fucking slander me about dried fruit. Yeah. <laughs> um, tell your friends about this and don't tell them to listen from episode one. Because we didn't really find our stride until like episode, episode 10, 10 or so. I reckon, yeah. Because we, we, we were reviewing Garfield strips yeah. then, and that's not what this is yeah. this podcast is for. But yeah, and no, it is super, super kind and helpful if people can take just a moment out of their day to say, oh, I listened to this, you might enjoy it on Twitter or Facebook or wherever. Because, yeah. you know, only if you've got time and you feel inclined. Um, but it's very, very kind and helpful if people can, because that's, that's the only way that you can get, you know. It's audience. nice to share on. It's yeah. genuinely, it's... It, it makes, I love sitting down and doing this with you. And yes. It's nice to know that other people enjoy listening it to it. It makes my day that we make something that people enjoy. Yeah. And that people He's laugh, nice. He's laugh nice. along to. It's, it's good. Nice. Cool. Well, this has been cool. a, a robust hour and eight. Oh, wow. Minutes. Really? Oh, my goodness. Well, yeah, we need to go, spend, I need to go to Hobbycraft. You and spent we need 38 to minutes fibbing about cake. Oh We're going to discuss this off air. <laughs> oh, are we? Oh, mm. no. Oh, dear. Mm. <laughs> Um, right, right then. Catherine, what are your opinions about Monday? Oh, they're horrible, aren't they? 